This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, Clock Dodgers? What up, CDF? This episode is brought to you by none other than Hurricane Irma. <laughs> Seriously, though, guys, thank you for listening. The ep- th- this week, you know, I obviously had to prepare for the hurricane, get everybody situated here with the family, get the shutters up, all the good stuff. So the, the episodes that I wanted to do, uh, we released one earlier in the week, but the episodes that I had planned obviously couldn't come to fruition. That's okay. It's fine. For everyone who is messaging me, emailing me, uh, calling me, texting me, all the good stuff, yes, we are good here. I appreciate the thoughts and everything else that you guys have been sending our way, all the positive energy, the good vibes. Um, We're fine. Everyone who's on the west coast of Florida, south Florida, anywhere in Florida for that matter, stay safe, stay tight, um, and we'll we'll talk to each other on the other end of this thing. Um, The episode is also brought to you by No Halftime, the Daily Fantasy Sports app. Excuse me, that if you're not playing yet, you're out of your mind, you're crazy. I don't know what else to really tell you. I don't want to be mean, but if you're not playing yet, there's some mean things I can call you because it doesn't make sense to me. You use the promo code CLOCK, you will get 50%, a 50% bonus on your first uh, deposit up to $50. Let's not get crazy. Uh, If you put $10,000 in there, they're not going to give you $5,000. So, up to $50, 50% bonus. It's, it's, this is the way to go. I'm giving you a promo code. I'm helping you out. You can share that promo code with your family, friends, enemies, best friends, bus drivers, a uh, person who makes the food at Chipotle, anybody you want. They can use the promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K. They'll get the 50% bonus just like you on their first deposit. Do it now. I could not recommend it anymore. You can have fun challenges on there. You can do the Alvin Kamara versus Christian McCaffrey. You can do anybody you want. That plays offense. Anybody. It doesn't have to be the same position. It literally is awesome. It's crazy. I'm giving you some money to start with, some bonus money. Let's have fun with this. Not to mention they're giving away NFL tickets every single week for those who are actively playing. Automatically. Nothing nothing on your end that you need to do besides have fun and join an amazing app. I mean, it seems kind of simple to me. So get on there. Do it. Let me know you're doing it. If you've signed up using the promo code, hit me up. Send me a message. Send me a DM. Send me an email. Uh, tweet at me. Instagram me. Whatever you want. Um, let me know. We can have some challenges. I- even if you want to do free challenges, that's fine. I'll let you do free challenges for bragging rights or side bets. Whatever you want to do with. Uh, but we'll do it. Clock Dodger style. Hit me up. Let's make that happen. Shout out to No Halftime. NoHalftime.com is the address. You can download it on your iPhone, your smartphone of whatever kind you got these days. It's all possible. ClockDodgers.com. Sponsored by No Halftime. We love it. Let's get into the episode. Cannot play with it. Cannot win with it. Cannot cope with it. Can't do it. Play with the game. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about You are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. 
All right, guys, so really quick, I did not have a guest on this episode because I had one lined up. I had to keep rescheduling because of the hurricane. Wasn't sure if it was going to happen, uh, and, it, and it just would have been difficult with, with the schedule for planning for this hurricane. Um, never know when the power is going to go out, all that good stuff. So here it is. It's just me. We're going to run through this really quickly. It's going to be similar to a 15-minute uh, break, the style that we're going to do here. Um, I just wanted to give you guys some content uh, for this weekend. Okay, so we obviously already had the Thursday night game, which was, you know, it was fun to watch. Okay, so it was fun to watch. And from a fantasy perspective, um, some people really enjoyed themselves. If you had uh, Gillisey, he proved something to us. He proved that um, he is going to be a goal line threat. He is going to be the guy they use in those situations. And it seemed a little more than that, actually. Um, a lot of the Burkhead truthers and, and guys who believed in stuff like him, he didn't do as much. It was very confusing the way they used him. Um, and it's the Patriots. So we don't want to get too locked into the fact of how they use these guys on the Thursday night game. Uh, Bel- Belichick wasn't obviously happy after the game. Um, and just in general, they tend to, to rotate these guys in different game plans, depending on who they're playing. So if you have Gillisey and you feel like this is your moment to sell him at the highest moment ever, um, and you have some other guys that, you know, maybe he's a backup on your team or whatever the case was, um, I'm, I'm not opposed to it if you're going to get good value back. Um, so I'm not in the, you must sell him camp, but if you're going to do it strategically and it makes sense for your team, I'm all, I'm fine with it. Um, otherwise if you keep him, I think you just, you got yourself a little win there. Um, that worked out. Kareem Hunt on the other hand. Okay. So I like Kareem Hunt coming out, right? Coming out into the season as a rookie. I'm like, I like this guy when Spencer Ware was there. Okay. When I found out he wasn't going to be there because of the injury, I thought, okay, everyone's now taking Hunt too early for me. I'm not comfortable with this. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm looking like I'm wrong here with that. <laughs> uh, it looks like he was well worth taking in the early round um, in, in week one, right? My concern is not his ability. It's never been his skills. It's never been any of that kind of stuff. I'm just kind of worried about, will he be able to hold up as the only guy? Um, if Sharkhandrick West can step up, and be a guy that, you know, could be a, a real contributor as a backup to, you know, to give him a break, um, to not put the whole team on Hunt. If some wide receivers can step up besides Hill, who looks a little hobbled. If Alex Smith can play out of his mind like he did last. I mean, come on. Do you really expect that every week from Alex Smith? I don't. You don't, if we're being honest here, right? Um, so I'm just a little concerned about the rest of the team around him and whether he can continue to play at a high level. Not even the, the last game, week one level, but just a... Uh, a high level. If he does, I'm not surprised. I'm rooting for him. I love him. I don't want him to not fall. I don't want him to falter. Um, so don't get it twisted. But I just had that little bit of skepticism whether he can hold it and continue that um, that level with the offense around him. I'm just not confident in them, I guess I should say. Um, but if you got him, obviously Major Coop, again, he's looking great. He looks like we, who he thought he was. Um, and so I'm happy about it. I'm happy about him. If you have him, you're obviously winning. Um, Shout out to all the Spencer Ware guys out there. I had him in a lot of leagues too. It's, it's a bummer because we know he could have did some of that. Some of that, not all of that because Hunter is obviously special. Um, Tom Brady was a bummer. Alex Smith put out of his mind for anyone who maybe, maybe started him. It, it's a good thing because if you had um, the Dolphins or the Bucks quarterback, you may have started Alex Smith. You may have had no choice but to start Alex Smith. Um, so major win for those guys, right? That, that was awesome. And this is that's the beauty about football, fantasy football, any kind of style of football, is you have things like that that can happen that you don't expect. You don't know if it's possible. Nobody can predict it. And it happens. And those are the things that win you games. This is where luck comes into um to the equation and where, you know, just planning for all kinds of uh, situations, you know, no one could have predicted this hurricane making, making you bench a bunch of players. But if you, if you plan for it correctly, you have a guy like Alex Smith or someone who's in a cover and actually do well. So 
that's that for the Thursday night games. As far as moving forward for the rest of the week, um, you know, it's going to be hard to sit here and tell you exactly what's going to happen. We don't know how um, teams are going to look like like the Patriots. Didn't look that great, right? It didn't look good, and you would have predicted they would look like a machine. So um, they had some bright spots, but some things could really be cleaned up at least. Tom Brady didn't do much. Um, so, you know, you can't really sit here and say this is what's going to happen or this is what uh, I'm feeling crazy good about. But I'm just going to say start your studs. Don't get cute. You know, don't do nothing crazy. Don't try to... Um, you know, outsmart us with your your little tricky move. Just start the guys that are known are known to produce, that have good matchups, that are gonna have a good game, hopefully. And you know, just start the week off, the, the season off on on a good note. Compete, <laughs> play hard. Sounds like I'm a coach now, telling people what to do. But you know what I mean, right? Some of the interesting matchups that I do like uh, at quarterback, like Marcus Mariota against Oakland. I'm an Oakland fan, but I know the secondary um, is a little beat up and just hasn't performed well the defense hasn't performed well this preseason um and so Mariota can go off if um if he has some healthy wide receivers man um Derek Carr should have a good game so someone like Derek Carr I would start over Mariota I know a lot of people feel the other way but I don't um I would start Derek Carr Derek Carr over Mariota this week um I believe they have a rookie cornerback playing this week as well so I feel good there with the matchup if you if you're gonna talk about that little debate between those two, again, I'm going to go with a lot of the guys that I already feel good about. If, you, if you're in a situation where you need a quarterback because of the situation I was mentioning with the Hurricane, um, I'm not mad at Sam Bradford. If you're, uh, I mean, some people are starting him anyway, but I think he's a, he's a sneaky play this week. A guy that just people just some people just refuse to have confidence in the guy uh, because of the way his his career started. He's not flashy by any means. I just love his weapons, Diggs and all these guys. Um, I think Cook can do really good if he stays healthy this week. So I feel like Bradford has a lot of weapons at his disposal and, and should have a good week as a kind of a sneakier play uh, to some, to most. Not not everybody's on the Bradford bandwagon like some of you geniuses are. Um, so he's he's a good play uh, if you're going to be if you're gonna be sneaky. I know some guys are forced to start guys, like I said, Alex Smith, who just, they lucked out. Uh, Brian Hoyer is probably going to get a lot of starts this week because of the, uh, the hurricane. Some of those quarterbacks who people weren't looking to use week one are going to play. Um, so I wish you guys luck in that department. As far as, um, let's see, what else? As far as the, the, the running backs are concerned, um, I like to speak here in, you know, in ter- I know some people play standard, some people play PPR, some people play a little bit of both. So it's, it's you know, I can't just be direct on one of them because I'm going to cancel out a lot of people if I talk about it. But again, you got Ezekiel Elliott playing. For people who are worried about that, that situation is looking really good now. Um, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen exactly, how it's going to end up, but you don't bench Ezekiel Elliott, so get him in there. Um, again, everyone's been riding high in the rookies. Cook, McCaffrey, Mixon, you know, Hunt, obviously. Um, these guys, we're going to see. Week one, we will see if everyone's hype has lived up to what it's going to be, what they've been talking about forever. We're going to see if you guys are right or if you're wrong. If you're wrong, we will hear a bunch of crickets. <laughs> had to try that out. Just had to try that out. That's what a bunch of you were going to sound like after week one, probably. Well, not all of you. Some guys will show out. Um, all that aside, I'm looking for Marshawn Lynch to eat on his first week in Oakland. I want to see him do good, but it's at Tennessee. So let's temper our expectations there. I'd like to see guys like Todd Gurley, J- Jordan Howard. I'd like to some of them. Sh- I'd like to see some of them show out. Uh, what will they? I like their chances. 
I like their chances. I hope they surprise some people and for their doubters, because we all know they have a lot of doubters out there. And then, of course, keep your eyes on guys like Powell, uh, Montgomery, Ingram, who a lot of people still don't believe in, Abdullah. Abdullah, maybe maybe he'll you know give you guys a little something something, a little something something. Um, the hurricane really messed things up because I was going to take questions and um, we actually were going to have a guest episode coming out here too. So I don't know in particular any concerns that you guys are having as far as uh, certain players. I do believe you're safe if you start uh, veteran running backs this week like Jonathan Stewart. If you guys are a little concerned about him, I, I think it's okay to start guys like him, um, Rob Kelly, guys like that. As th- we got we got to see how they use them, right? We got to see how these teams use their young players that they just drafted. Um, so I feel like they're safer plays early on. So if you if you have those guys, I say don't feel too concerned about you know starting them. Uh, Eddie Lacy, I feel good if you guys start him. So I'm not really concerned about the older running backs. If you guys are, I say don't be. Um, roll the dice and and remember, guys, this is a learning curve week for us right now. Um, these next couple of weeks, in my opinion, are learning curve weeks. You don't have to start out the gate hot. You just have to finish hot. So if you have those veteran running backs and you're worried about some of the younger guys or some of the uh, guys that you that maybe you feel really good about, but you're not sure what the the splits will look like and whatnot, it's okay to start those those veteran guys that aren't flashy, that don't make you feel really good. Um, they should be stable for you in week one and, and kind of let you feel out your team. Um, so I think it's not a bad idea if you do that, okay? Um, other than that, I'm trying to see here what else, uh, what else you guys got to, you know, concern yourselves with what you're worried about. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the players that I've seen talked about, uh, throughout the Twitterverse and, uh, on other social media platforms. Um, I feel really good about, you know, we, we, we seen Brandon cooks. He had a decent game, right? Um, some people were, were concerned, um, about how he, how he would uh, display himself out there. He had that big bomb for, you know, uh, for reception. So he did all right. Uh, but as you've seen, a lot of mouths are going to get fed, fed out there. Uh, and again, I think their, their wide receiver position in, in, in New England is going to be like the running back position. We don't know on a week-to-week basis um, who will get used. Again, Crabtree or Cooper, one of these guys are going to get a rookie cornerback uh, more than likely during that game, and they will likely feast on that cornerback. Um, so if you got those two, I'm good with, with you doing whatever you do with them. Start them for sure. Um, again, we're feeling guys out. We'll see how the Demarius Thomases of the world, the Hopkins of the world, um, how Pryor settles in, in his new home, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, you guys know I'm a, I'm a believer. So I have no issue with you guys, uh, you know, feeling good about him in San Fran this week. Martavis Bryant. He, I I think he's going to put on a show first week. I feel good about it. I feel really good about him putting on a, on, a, on a show. I'm interested to see Sammy Watkins. Um, we had uh, Connor on the show last week, and he felt good about the big three, as we're calling them, in uh, in uh, L.A. for the Rams. So we'll, we'll see how he starts off in week one. Um, he may be a little slow out the gate, so I would temper expectations on him. But it's hard, right, because he can turn one play in, into a huge play and, and make it all worth it. Uh, we've seen that with Tyreek Hill just the other day. Uh, one play can sometimes be all they need, these kind of guys. So um, I'm, I'm not mad if you start him because of the upside. Um, so he's a good play. The, the, the guys that I do like, you know, like Emmanuel Sanders, Jamison Crowder, Thaline, um, even Decker, if he plays. Um, I know it's questionable at this point whether he plays. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think he'll play, though. I think he will. And if he does, I, I like him. But the injury is the only thing that worries me. So... The injury will likely slow him down. But I do like him a lot when healthy. I do. 
Um, and there's going to be some sneaky guys out there. Uh, whether it's Zay Jones, the rookie can do anything. Uh, Jordan Matthews and his new home in Buffalo as well. Those two guys are intriguing. Um, I do think one of them will at least have a really good game. So if not both, they both might just have a decent game. We'll see how the Jets play. Jets wide receivers. We'll see who stands out there. If it's our Darius Stewart, um, if he can really, they, they got a bunch of new guys too, just recently at the end of the preseason here. So we'll see, we'll see who stands out there. Th- those guys kind of muddled it for me a little bit, those new acquisitions. Um, but they're just not a good offense in general. So there's nothing you want to rely on there. Um, but you, but you, you I, I'm not mad at you drafting them, putting them on your team and kind of seeing how they play out. Um, because I, I do think somebody there is going to be useful uh, as a, at the wide receiver spot. So definitely keep an eye on that. Um, again, again, like every position I mentioned, you're, you're kind of going to let this week simmer a little bit see how things go. Um, even guys that you felt like you, you could depend on, like Rob Gronkowski, um, didn't do much, you know, um, just didn't make you feel that great after that game, you know? So that's why I say the guys that you can't really predict week one, you can never predict any week, to be honest, but um, him, Travis Kelsey, um, a lot of guys just didn't have big games that you thought they would. Uh, so and that's it for every position, Tom Brady. Um, you just understand that you're not going to get everything right, especially week one. It's just hard to gauge. It's just hard to gauge. Guys are shaking the rust off. Guys are, you know, breaking into everything, into the season. And you just don't want to be too crazy about it, you know, too too rough about it. And I know a lot of people, like, like for for instance, Kareem Hunt and, and Gillisey, some people were, like, beating themselves over it, you know, beating themselves up over it. It is what it is. You can't sit on it for too long. It sucks if you didn't draft them, if you didn't start them. It is what it is. You move on now. You move forward and just – you know, prepare, just keep preparing. Remember starting off hot could be the, the, the wrong way to go about this. <laughs> um, I've had plenty of seasons where I've started off real hot and, you know, you end up crashing and burning, you know, in the playoffs or, or whatnot, or you, you know, falter a little bit in the second half of the year. So just let it slowly build, let it slowly build, make the playoffs from there and go forward. Um, this is your time to test things out, try players out, um, start looking around after week one for guys who are desperate because they're player they're they're already reacting. Look 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 for the overreaction. That's my biggest piece of advice to you. After these week one games finish, look for the overreactors. Take advantage of overreactors. Leave this episode with one thing: take advantage of the overreactors. And that's in both ways: people who are overreacting to a bad game and people who are overreacting to a great game. Follow your gut, follow your research, follow your work, and take advantage of people who overreact instantly. Instantly. If you can get a King's Ransom for Hunt, maybe it's the right thing to do. If you can get a great trade for Gillespie and you don't really believe it's going to be easy to start him each week, get, it, get something for him now. If, if, if you have these guys and you say, I'm not ever going to feel comfortable playing him. I just don't like Patriot running backs. I don't know what they're going to do on a week-to-week basis. Then get rid of him. This is your chance right now. Because there's people who didn't draft right, who did, who maybe feel weak at a position, aren't confident with who they have, dealing with injuries, and this is your chance to move those guys. Take advantage of the overreactors, the week one overreactors. This is your chance to capitalize on them. Don't wait. Don't take too long. Don't think about it. And, and, and I only mean this. I'm not saying instantly trade the guys who play well or instantly trade the guys who don't play well. I'm just saying don't be an overreactor one way or the other. And if you already had a feeling about a player, like I said, Gillis, you just feel like you're not going to trust him anyway, then trade him. This is your moment. Kareem Hunt, if you feel like this was his best game of the season and things will go downhill, 
uh, a little bit or slightly, and you can get a king's ransom for him for a guy you know is gonna prove you know has proved year in and year out that he's gonna play well, then do it. You have to take advantage of these opportunities. This that's what fantasy football is about. That's what the game of life is about. Is taking advantage of the opportunities. If you don't, if you just sit back and talk about what you want to do or think about what you want to do, and you never really act. You're the one who probably didn't make the playoffs. You'll be the one who didn't win the championship. It's just what it is. It's a reality. So take advantage of the opportunities. Take advantage of the overreactors. That is the mission after week one. Take advantage. Follow your process. Trust the process. All right? If you guys have any questions, you know where to find me, at Clock Dodgers on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me there. You'll see lots of great content tweeted uh, before anybody else, if you're following, okay? If you're not following, you're just going to see it second, you know, secondhand or someone's going to tell you about it. You're going to get to it late and they probably already took advantage of you in the trade or in whatever way they were trying to do it. So follow on Twitter, follow on Instagram. That That's the easiest way, quickest way to information. You know the site is clockdodgers.com. Tons of great content on there. If you like college football, I got a guy, Steven, who is writing crazy good articles, crazy good articles each week for college football. I mean, in-depth, passionate college football stuff. <laughs> so definitely go check that out. Um, and then, of course, we have the different weekly stuff coming up, the different weekly episodes. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, uh, you got to be. You got to be subscribed. Again, the, the, the information in today moves so fast and people are so quick. Like the episode drops and people heard it 30 seconds later. You, you want to be first on the information because otherwise they're going to use that information against you before you react to it. All right. So subscribe to the podcast. We're on everywhere. iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher. If we're not in the place that you use now, please tell us and we can fix that hopefully. Um, if you have any anything you want to send my way, you can do it on Twitter. You can do it in DMs on there. Uh, you can email me, clockedouters at gmail.com. It's always open. If you're interested in contributing in some way, you have feedback, you have advice, you have um complaints, questions, you want to you wanna write for the site, um, you have a question for us for the show, um, guest suggestions, you have questions for a guest, anything you want to do, you can email it to me directly, you can tweet at me, you can do whatever you want to contact me. All those lanes are always open. I check them throughout the day. Um, so you're golden if you do that. All right. Um, we have some fun stuff coming this fantasy season. We have fun episodes that are non-fantasy coming as well. So just keep your eyes to, you know, put, keep your ears and your eyes out there to it. Um, Clock Dodgers, family cdf representing hashtag cdf you know what it is anything you got let me know guys have a good luck in week one all my uh hurricane irma people stay safe i appreciate all the well wishes one more time you guys know what it is no halftime.com this podcast is sponsored by no halftime please guys use the promo code clock c-l-o-c-k get 50 percent bonus on your first uh, deposit I want to play with you guys on there. So send me your challenges. Let's do this. We can do it for free. Like I said, we can have fun little side bets, side challenges, whatever you want to do. Or we can play for some money. We can play for some money if you want to go that route. Guys, take advantage of the overreactors. Take advantage of the panickers. This hurricane is a perfect example. People panic. Sometimes rightfully so. And they respond correctly. Those who don't usually suffer for that. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you don't overreact and you patiently make a plan, you're going to win. I promise you. Patience is the key. Take advantage of the overthinkers. Take advantage of the ones who react too quickly. Be the first to do it. 
Trust your research. Trust everything. All, all the guests that we have had on here all, all off season, trust it. Trust what they've told you. Trust your process. Trust your research. If you have any questions, you're not sure about something, whether it's trades, waivers, uh, lineups, anything, send them my way. I'm more than happy to help you guys out, more than happy to give you my two cents on anything. Again, guys, as always, be kind, be great, keep dodging. Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at ClockDodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.